0: Hello and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and as ever, resident TV critic Stephen Ross is here. In addition, this week we are joined by digital journalist for National World, Benjamin Jackson. Welcome, Benji. Hey, thanks for having me. We are very welcome. Remember, if you want to see our faces, you can head over to the brand new Freeview channel, 276 Shots which is brought to you by a network of journalists across the country who are transforming stories at the heart of your community into great TV. You'll find true crime stories, football news and analysis, plus coverage of lifestyle, TV, film and much more. If you haven't tuned in before, each week we'll be chatting about what we're watching as well as looking more closely at a new programme or something making the headlines in the deep dive. This week Stephen is talking to us about the new series of Top Boy. It's all very complicated on netflix we we'll talk about that in a while uh, and finally we go back to the future to tell you about a program you may have missed when it first aired or streamed this week benji joins us as guest host to talk about american sitcom classic arrested development but first we like to talk about what everyone has been watching recently steven what have you been watching
1: yeah so i i finally got around to finishing dairy girls
0: oh did you good.
1: yeah i watched the um the Good Friday special,
0: yeah, um, so good.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Isn't it? The the really good episodes of the comedy shows are always the ones that are like the most emotional or least comedy, sentimental. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. Um, but I suppose you've built up a rapport with the characters by then, and you couldn't just start with something like that; it wouldn't work. Yeah. You have to kind of end with it, or yeah. yeah. So was, go on, tell us what you thought.
1: Well, it was weird how the I don't know if when it was coming out. Good Friday came out just after the season six episode, but the season six episode just ended with just um, Claire's dad dying. And that was just sort of it. And they were at a funeral all teary-eyed and I thought, Christ. But then the uh, Good Friday special really sort of picked things up a little bit and it ended on a much sort of nicer note with all like the hopy, changey, um, Sort of thing, and then it takes you through sort of the history of, like the post Good Friday Agreement world, and how you know Ireland became much more peaceful. Obviously, Mm. it was made before all of the shenanigans with the Windsor Framework, etc. And you know, it Mm. could all go to pop now. But Uh,
0: there was a bit of there was a bit of all that going on when it aired because um, they were talk. You know, there was a lot of chatter at the time about how. Everyone should be like not lose sight of what 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 happened and how yeah. it was so important and the lives it influenced, etc. I think what you're talking about there, when they kind of go from, you know, the, the death to the Good Friday Agreement, it's, it's, there's something about obviously they're leaving school and they're kind of burgeoning yeah, and they're true. heading off into big grown up world. So there's that's, I guess, what the transition is. Um, I heard Lisa McGee's got a new series Coming out about a group of friends in Northern Ireland again, so we've got more of the same of some sort coming down the line, which will be welcome because it's very funny. You know? Yeah, and
1: you love your Northern Irish shows as well, don't
0: you? I actually do. I actually do. Um so yeah, anything else? So Dairy Girls, yeah, definitely. Hard recommend always for Dairy Girls. Yeah. Actually, I was watching the first episode of the new series of Screw last night, which okay. is Jamie. Jamie, what's Lee, her surname?
1: Jamie Lee O'Donnell, is it?
0: Yes, she's obviously in Dairy Girls, she's great. Um so she's in that Channel Four, it's a prison series. Started back this week, so yeah, enjoying that. I enjoyed the last series as well. It's kind of, it's like any prison, prison series, but um, obviously it's a bit more modern than most of them. You know, so that's mm-hmm. what it's kind of got going for it. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, what else? Anything else? Well, got, I'm
1: I'm trying to burn through Peep Show for the what fortieth time or something because it's it's coming off Netflix at the end of the month, which is
0: oh hilarious
1: and absolutely. Tragedy. Um, Brit I'm rocks. so
0: not that person. I like. There's very, 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 very few things I've ever watched twice. I know that's probably a confession, but there you go.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: but you're enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's great. It's a great sitcom. It's just a shame that Netflix Netflix is losing that and Fresh Meat at the end of the month, um, as well as a few other, well, a lot of other far less famous titles. Um, and you do sort of wonder,
0: yeah,
1: how much it's going to rely on netflix originals which can be very hit and, and miss, miss. Yeah, you'll yeah, see yeah. what forward.
0: well listen you're going to have more time in your life for other things so there you go um that's true. okay right well over to you then benji tell us what what kind of stuff do you normally watch and what have you been watching recently
2: i mean that's a difficult one because i'm into all sorts i don't bit mind like me. the old crime procedure yes. yeah i don't mind a crime procedure i don't mind a uh, a silly slapstick comedy uh, i too have been re-watching peep's mm-hmm. show uh much like stephen has said before it leaves netflix mm-hmm. if it does because we've seen before with friends that mm-hmm. there's such a course celebrate about something leaving that they change their minds mm-hmm. but um with one piece uh making its debut on netflix last week um I ended up taking a look at a lot of older kind of Japanese animation. Oh, hilarious. Uh, because, that's what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was very fearful how One Piece is going to be received after one of my most beloved animes to watch, Cowboy Bebop, got the Netflix treatment. Oh, dear. And if you, yeah. I think that's all that needs to be said oh, about went that wrong. one. Yeah. So... I've been going through things like um, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I also believe was on Netflix for a short while. It might still be there as well. Uh, going back to Akira, which is one of those animes that I will always show anyone that's not familiar with the yeah. genre or the art form. It was kind of one of the
0: originals, Akira, wasn't it? It's was like Oh n- with, yeah, 80s, 90s. Question. Yeah, without
2: I think it was late 80s, yeah. and then it was one of the first animes that got brought over to the Western markets, mm-hmm. and it blew up, which led to that whole manga boom and yeah. being like a, a hot-blooded teenager in like the, the 90s, mm-hmm. just grabbing as many VHS covers as possible with uh-huh. gnarly kind of artwork on the front. Uh-huh. So, but, you know, I've evolved now, and I'm not quite as bloodthirsty, <laughs> so I've been checking out those other little bits and pieces as well. But... Yeah, definitely a ton of anime, cool. uh, One Piece, and it's got to be Peep Show because I think it's an institution at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Peep Show's a definite so for our cover stories for today, then. Um, I have been, I didn't watch as much TV this week as I did last week. Last week, I feel like I had tons of stuff to talk about, but. Um, I've started a few new things and dropped a few things because I'm getting a bit more ruthless in my old age. Um, around, I used to just be like, oh, "I have to watch the whole thing" because I've started it now. Whereas I'm like, "No, I just don't have time for anything that's not decent." So I started a thing called the Tower, which was out a few years ago. The second series of it is just started, yeah. um, and I it complete. I completely missed it the first time around. It's ITV, isn't it? I think it's ITV. Yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah. and um, quite enjoying that. It's as you say, like a crime procedure, you kinda of can't go wrong and the acting's quite mm. good and there's a element of like um dirty dealing within the cops, you know, so it's kinda of got two layers to it. Um and then I started a thing called The Resident because uh, Grey's Anatomy is I finished Grey's Anatomy for, And I need a hospital drama in my life uh, uh, All the time And then so did New Amsterdam Finished as well quite suddenly Which was a bit of a shock to the system And uh, not because it's a great TV series But just because it was my kind of Reliable, easy watch thing Once a week um, And so I started this thing called The Resident on Disney Plus oh, It was terrible I've watched two episodes of it, and I was I like, can't watch anymore. So avoid, avoid if you are looking for a hospital drama. There's like three or four series of it, but I was just like, oh, this is so cringe. Um so other than that, then I watched a film at the weekend called The Founder. It's fairly mm. new to Netflix. And McDonald's is a story kind Yeah, of McDonald's essentially. Um two brothers who set up a fast food outlet and what made them different, and then this guy that came along essentially and franchised the idea. Um that's not giving anything away, but it is interesting that it's 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 almost like a biopic of the guy who who sort of made a franchise out of it. Um, and I didn't know the story, and there was some very interesting stats in it about McDonald's. So, um, yeah, easy, very easy watch. It wasn't that long, and um, Michael Keaton plays the main guy whose name escapes me. Um, and he's great in it. Actually, he's. He's one of these people I feel like plays a similar character and everything, but this guy's... This is quite a different character. He's quite a... You don't really... You're not really rooting for him. He's a bit of a... a A-hole for want of a (laughs) better Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not nice. He's not really a nice person and, like, I don't know. He's He's kind of your stereotypical cliched salesman at the start who's like you know trying to do everything to earn a buck and blah 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 but um, anyway he comes good obviously but um yeah so that's easy watch worth a view um, did you see it Benji you watched it
2: oh yeah no I mean I'm a big fan of Michael Keaton and I mm. completely agree you start off with the idea that he's this everyman travelling kind of character and by the end of it it's uh began to loathe him quite a lot which is yeah. very difficult for me and Michael Keaton to be honest with you so good well, on him, yeah. him for letting me hate
0: him he does play the good guy in most stuff doesn't he like um yeah but yeah he's and we were talking actually about he's had a bit of a resurgence hasn't he in in his career he was kind of out in the wilderness there for about 10 or 15 years and he's been big the last few years but um what was that film where he like thought he was a bird what was that oh, oh, bird
2: uh Birdman uh, bird Birdman bird <laughs> yeah
0: that's classic me, isn't it? Something to do with a bird. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, moving along. Right, over to you, Stephen. We are going to talk about Top Boy and the Deep Dive. The only things I know about Top Boy are, well, it's quite violent. That's about all I know. It's, you love a bit of violence. Don't you I do. It's, <laughs> it's
1: fantastic. Um, and it is, it is pretty violent, um, but more like sort of, knifey knifey stabby shooty violence rather than particularly gory violence it's more bloody okay. than gory i would say
0: okay um, okay good so it's the- I, I i i favor that
1: absolutely <laughs> go on it's more like um blue lights than texas chainsaw but season five <laughs> is coming to netflix um okay or season five of top boy but season three of netflix is top boy because the first two seasons were channel four and then it got cancelled in like 2011, 2012 sort of time. And then okay. in, in 2019, I want to say, Netflix saved it and re- brought it back for another three seasons. And this is the fifth and final season of the show overall coming out.
0: So so, d- so did Netflix' first series continue? Yes, it's the same the- characters.
1: Okay. I mean, they may have okay. a few, but it's the same storyline, same overarching yeah. thing. And it, there was like a big for all when it was cancelled because it was a Brilliant show. It was a great London crime drama set in an East London council estate or housing estate, rather. And it follows um, the main two characters, Adeshean and Sully, two friends who are both up and comers in the sort of drug world. um, Mm -hmm. And through the first couple of seasons, they basically gain a foothold as like sort of the big fish in a fairly small pond. And then in sort of the Netflix series, they're branching out further and taking over a lot of London's um, criminal networks. And Sully and Deshane begin to sort of drift apart as Deshane tries to go legitimate and sort of leave that world behind with all of the money he's made from drugs. So it's not like he's a saint. And then Sully wants yeah. to sort of continue the sort of interscene warfare and the climbing that ladder in the in the underworld so I got the I've seen the first four episodes of the new season which is out on the seventh it'll all drop in one go there's six episodes in total so the new season very much continues that divide between Sully and Deshane and Jack who is a sort of supporting character in the last few seasons she's uh one of the like foot soldiers of of Sully and one of like his best earners she gets a much more prominent role she's I think her character's finally done justice in this new season because she's always been Mm -hmm. I think one of the better uh, characters Um, Mm -hmm. and the actress uh, Jasmine Jobson's really good as well so it's uh, sort of great to see her get a better better go of it the sort of main crux of the new season is that these Irish gangsters come onto the scene and become a big threat to um, to Sully and to, to Shane through that. Mm-hmm. And their leader is played by Barry Cohn. Oh, yeah. So it's really nice to see him in something. Like, I think I last saw him in Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Mm-hmm. And this is a very different role. Like, obviously, in Banshees, he's a village idiot, essentially. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in Top Boy Season 5, he's a fairly sadistic um, yeah. young drug lord or wannabe drug lord. Um, yeah. But I don't necessarily think they did as much with his character as they could have done. Um, okay. I think from what I've seen so far there's a lot of they could have made him more of a menace. The they, When he's first yeah. presented he's this massive threat and then that quickly sort of doesn't go anywhere um which definitely definitely could have um well you've
0: got a couple episodes to go you never know what might happen yeah
1: for sure for sure Mm. um and it's it's got all the good stuff of the first few seasons the um the good shooty shooty it's more shooty shooty than stabby stabby now because they've got bigger and is
0: it is I I'm probably going to say the completely wrong thing now, but is there like a martial arts element to, or was there a different Top Boy that was a martial arts kind of thing? There no...
1: Are you thinking of Old Boy?
0: Oh, maybe. Boy is a really <laughs>
1: interesting uh, Korean movie.
0: That's probably what I'm thinking um, of. Sorry. Very
1: very different. Also very very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Not for the faint hearted. That is a lot more disturbing yep. for many many right. many reasons. Well, for <laughs> two reasons, really. Um, yeah. Um, just speaking
0: of Barry Cohn, um, or Kuhn, um he's in a new film as well, that's Saltburn. I'm interested to see what... I was having the same thoughts as you, which is... which might be a bit unfair, but, like, you feel like anybody can play the village idiot because, the you know, yeah. you just play it a particular way. And I was kind of surprised he got the nominations, the Oscar yeah, the nominations, range, because... Is- Yeah, so I'm glad to see that he's getting these kind of more serious roles, um, where he's a chance to kind of shine a bit. But, yeah, so the Saltburn, he's a lead in it. So yeah, yeah. I think anyway. Go on. He's he's good in this. He's
1: very good in it. I just don't think he gets enough opportunities. Yeah. But the the really interesting thing with season five is that it's always been quite political because it's always about sort of poverty, gentrification, crime, and how one sort of leads to the other, leads to the other. Yeah. Um, This season is very much, th- there's scenes where the police are coming to deport a, a man who was who came to this country as a baby, and at the time when he came over, he didn't need papers because of the rules of the okay. time, and his mother's like, you can't deport him, and then the police keep saying, the Home Secretary has ordered oh, that he be deported, the Home Secretary, and obviously they don't name her but it's yeah. very obvious that... I mean, and it's a Netflix show as well, so they they yeah. like to do that, um, that they're taking a stab at a certain um, member yeah. of our government. Um, <laughs> God bless her.
0: Have you seen it? Have you watched any of the series, Benji? No, because I got it confused with Top Buzzer,
2: which was another... <laughs> <laughs> which, Which is another kind of gritty but more in the comedy vein. But no, uh, it's one of those shows that when I first came over here, much like Luther, because the accent, if it didn't give it away, I Mm. I was from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. It was one of those shows where I got told I'd really enjoy it if I liked that gritty procedural stuff of like HBO's The Wire and and The Corner Mm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got around to finally watching Luther, but mm-hmm. um, I think uh, is it best even if I start with the the original series yeah. and then just yeah, bridge all, all, all the way through to the Netflix?
1: But it's all on Netflix yeah. now. It's all on Netflix. It's Annoyingly, it's mm-hmm. in two parts on Netflix, so when you search Top Boy, it'll give you two results, which is very confusing to people who don't know. Um, yeah, so one okay, is Top okay. Boy Summer House and one is Top Boy. But the 2011 What's... series is the first series, and then you watch that yeah. straight okay. through to the 2019. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's really good. Season five, I mean, I think it's always more interesting to watch The Rise, like when they're scrapping mm. yeah. their way up. Mm. Because season five, they're sort of on top, and there's not much of a threat anymore it loses yeah. a bit of something but it, so
0: they either kind of turn in on themselves or, this is it yeah so know, it explores
1: yeah. like so Jack's character is very conflicted about the drug trade now mm-hmm. which she's directly involved in but only because someone she likes has been harmed by it someone she cares about has been cared, yeah. harmed by the drugs and she's <laughs> like oh, oh yeah, this she's is so messed mess up I want to like yeah, yeah, yeah. kill the dealer that you know was responsible for this yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you have to look at what you're doing and your role in it, um, and it does explore yeah. that, the sort of hypocrisy involved in it. Um, it's very interesting.
0: But they also want the viewer to have sympathy with the characters yeah, as well, don't they? Exactly or empathy anymore. or whatever. So, Okay, cool. So that's all on Netflix in various guises, but you will find it there. And the new series is landing? 7th September, Seventh? all six episodes. 7th, yes. yeah. Excellent. OK, thank you for that, Stephen. Right, Benji, time to go to you for Back to the Future. We're talking about Arrested Development, uh, a cult classic, I would say, potentially. Yes.
2: Well, yeah, I would agree with you up <laughs> to a certain season, which I hope Stephen <laughs> agrees with. Um, yeah, we're doing a, a lot of Netflix, aren't we? But uh, again, Arrested Development uh, with the first three seasons that were originally on Fox. Mm. Um Many purists like myself will remember the outrage when Fox uh, cancelled it after three seasons and then Uh. the great kind of joy that we all experienced when Netflix said they would pick it up. So Mm. I was re-watching the whole thing and then I realised when I got to season four, they released two versions. there's the original version and the remix version. The original version decided that they would, instead of having that whole ensemble kind of comedy which made Arrested Development brilliant in the first place, they would instead pick out certain characters and have that character just for one episode, Oh, which which for me just completely destroyed what made Arrested Development brilliant. You had Mm. such a really good ensemble cast such as Jason Bateman, Portia de Rossi, David Cross, Mm -hmm. Will Arnett, uh, Michael Cera, Ali Shawkat... Uh, everyone coming together and just really bouncing off one another. And you, it always felt like they were dumbing it down by just yeah. having single character story arcs throughout all the episodes. Now, thankfully, Mitch Hurwitz decided he was going to remix it by including all the scenes with everyone together. But I think by that time, the damage had been done, which is a shame because I ended up finally biting the bullet and watching season five. And really enjoyed it because it went back to that ensemble piece again. So, I mean, you kind of, if you're like me, I'm completely opposite from you, uh, Kelly, where you're going to give up on a TV series like, Mm no, it's not doing anything for me. I'm the kind of personality that has to sit through it, you
0: know, just to...
2: This is only copy. a recent
0: thing for me. I used to be oh, okay, like that. No, that's fine. I feel like no, I've just... been self flagellating for years, though, so it's time to like give up on that. Especially because we're doing Screen Babble, and I feel like I need to watch the good stuff, you know. So I need yeah. to get rid of get rid of the what looks like it's going to be pretty poor. Especially if you know there's like five series of it. I could probably stick out a six part or something like that, you know. But I get what you're saying. I get. I used to be you. <laughs>
2: yeah, and then like you said, there's just not enough time. So mm. I mean, that's the excuse I'm going to use for skipped in season 5 of Arrested Development for a yeah, while. Yeah. But uh no it, it was definitely well worth it and it leaves it kind of open-ended but kind of close-ended. I'm not going to spoil or anything because I don't want to be that guy. So but... so
0: but just give us the give us the sort of what is the story then for anyone who's completely unaware of what Arrested Development is. It's it's around this main character who it's kind of like a family dynasty thing and they're they're as far as I know because I haven't really watched much of it over the years. Um it's a f- a family does the does the he take over the business the main character
2: yeah so michael blue played by jason Bateman, yes. begins his life off as kind of like the straight man amongst this incredibly dysfunctional family yes. involving uh mothers that are effectively really in charge of things and fathers that are going to jail for embezzlement and you know to quote george blue for a moment uh some light treason <laughs> and it is effectively Throughout three seasons, trying to discover whether the patriarch of the family was really involved with some dodgy dealings that led to the light yes, treason, yes, 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 yes. whether he was a patsy. But within that, you've also got intertwining kind of storylines like how uh, Michael Sierra's character, George Michael, has some kind of weird relationship with his cousin played by Alia Shawcat that he can't shake off, or David Cross being brilliant joining the Blue Man Group only to discover it's not really the Blue Man Group that he thought it was. And and it's just this very interesting, like you said, it's a, it's about the family dynamic with a bunch of people, like a softer uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yes. I would say, yeah, where yeah, yeah. The ca- a That's lot crude. of the characters Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, But still, a lot of the characters are very loathsome with some of the uh, options that they choose and where the audience then become kind of like, you know, the moral arbiter, whether what they're doing is right given the circumstances they're doing or whether it's just completely wrong. And it's brilliant.
0: It makes you think of like Schitt's Creek and Modern Family and they're all in the same sort of me kind of thing maybe but um yeah so definitely a classic i think and if people want to watch it where is it available netflix as well is that it's
2: available on netflix all seasons one to five definitely worth checking out um and i think it's one of the most important comedies in the 2000s that came out and informed like you said Shits creek and the other sitcoms that deal with ensembles
0: yeah. Okay, and a stellar lineup. I think Michael Sarah that was kind of maybe one of his launching kind of pads. Maybe? Maybe. Yeah. It? Yeah,
2: def- definitely
0: okay cool and we love him well I love him Um, (laughs) alright well thanks for joining us this week everybody do look out for Friday morning's Screen Babble Weekend Watch which will preview what to Watch over the weekend and beyond if you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives drop us a line via our social media you'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on all other platforms as National World we'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible we'll be back next week with more Screen Babble and thank you Benji for joining us we'll see you again in a few weeks no doubt and thanks Stephen and bye everybody
2: bye bye